Jesus, thank you, sweet spirit of the living God, that your presence is in this place. And as we come to your presence to feast from your table, let it flow, O oh Lord, from the highest mountain to the lowest valley. Let it flow from every nook and cranny, from every niche and every crevice of our lives. May the blood be appropriated unto us, O oh Lord, and may it spring forth from us life eternal. We thank you, Lord, and we give you praise because your name is exalted and your name is highly lifted above every other name, even Jesus, the Son of the living God. Amen. Can you put your hands together for the Lord? It's a good time to celebrate the Lord. Hallelujah. God bless you, choir. You are looking very, very angelic this morning. What do you think? Uh, can you put your hands together for the choir, please? Amazing, amazing sets of people. I want to thank the leadership pastor, my very, very good friend, pastor. Thank you so much. And the leadership of the church. My fellow special is around. Thank you so much. This is Pastor's pulpit. He wheels it to whomever he's led to. So thank you for the opportunity to speak. We are in the Lord's Supper day. Sunday morning, Lord's Supper Sunday morning. I want to share a few thoughts. You know, I don't preach for long. I pray that I don't preach for long. I usually do not preach for long. And so I want to share a few things about the blood as we come to fist this is life hallelujah the bread which is the body of Christ and the blood of Jesus and so I have by the inspiration of the Holy Spirit penned down a few points that I want us to note and the title of my message is the potency of the bloody mix. Tell your neighbor the potency of the bloody mix. I can't hear y'all. The potency of the bloody mix. Oh, are you in this place? I said the potency of the bloody mix. Of the bloody. Can we turn our Bibles to Genesis? We have two readings. Genesis chapter 4 verse 8 to 15. Genesis chapter 4, verse 8 to 15. Mantle your word, O God. Help me, Jesus. Genesis chapter 4, verse 8 to 15. Now Cain said to his brother Abel, let's go out to the field. While they were in the field, Cain attacked his brother Abel and killed him. Can we roll? Then the Lord said to Cain, where is your brother Abel? I don't know, he replied. Am I my brother's keeper? The Lord said, what have you done? Listen, your brother's blood cries out to me from the ground. Now you are under a curse and driven from the ground which opened its mouth to receive your brother's blood from your hand. When you wet the ground, it will no longer yield its crops for you. 
you will be a restless wanderer on the earth. Cain said to the Lord, my punishment is more than I can bear. Today, you are driving me from the land and I will be hidden from your presence. I will be a restless wanderer on the earth and whoever finds me will kill me. But the Lord said to him, not so. Anyone who kills Cain will suffer vengeance seven times over. Then the Lord put a mark on Cain so that no one found him will kill him. Amen. Matthew chapter 27, verse 50 to 54. The book of Matthew, the gospel of Matthew, chapter 27, verse 50 to 54. And when Jesus has cried out again in a loud voice, he gave up his spirit. At the moment, the cutting of the temple torn in two from top to bottom. The earth shook. The rocks split. And the tombs broke open. The bodies of the holy people who had died were raised to life. They came out of the tomb after Jesus' resurrection and went into the holy city and appeared to many people. When the centurion and those with him who were guarding Jesus saw the earthquake and all that had happened, they were terrified and exclaimed, surely he was the son of God. Hallelujah. Because they didn't know, they said, surely he was the son of God. But the right thing they should have said was, surely he is the son of God. Hallelujah. So we are discussing the potency of the bloody mix. And a mix, or if you like, the potency of the bloody mixture. A mix connotes an addition or an expression of several ingredients joining into one thing. The ingredients on their own may be good, but when they come together, they form a powerful mix that is good for many, many things. And there are some four mixes that I can think about. And the first one is the soaking mix. The potency of the bloody mix. Mix. IT. The potency of the bloody mix. M-I-X. Thank you. And so I know the soaking mix. How many of you know it? SS. You take Gary, and you take sugar, and you take milk. You add in Cartier. And if you like, you add some cocoa or milo. It is a powerful mix. So this mix, powerful. Another mix I know, quite recently I saw a jollof mix. A jollof mix, me a dietitian, to make it. If you are any science, the empire me preaching with that. The jollof mix. You see, have you seen that mix before? The jollof is in a bag. And they have rice and stew. They have some meat. Some have some fish in there. It's a jollof mix. It is rice is powerful. The stew is powerful. The fish is powerful. But when they combine, they become jollof. Now who need me jollof? But there is the soakings mix and there is a jollof mix. I'm laying a foundation. Now there is also this way mix. Now here 
My God, my God. This way means Adiani sugar will mudada. Milk will mudada. It's just a matter of sterling and sterling and sterling. So who's sterling, sterling, sterling? Uh-huh. I also know of Nescafe 3 in 1. These are all mixes. Mixes. Nescafe 3 in 1. Coffee womb, sugar womb, milk womb. But there's another powerful mix I know, which is mortar. Mortar. Cement. What? Sand. And what again? Water. Sometimes stone. Based upon what you want to use it for. But there's a superior mix, which is the blood of Jesus. Hallelujah. The blood of Jesus is a superior mix. Now, the blood of man has water in it. The, the science people will tell a larger chunk of the blood of human beings is water. Then you have cells, red blood cells, white blood cells. You have nutrients. You have electrolytes, sodium, potassium, and the like. It is a mix. But the blood of Jesus is a more superior mix. It has intangible elements that combine together to make it potent. The blood of Jesus has his wholesomeness, his guiltlessness, his purity, and it has his power. It is these things, these intangible, these unseeable things about the blood of Jesus that makes them powerful. It has the power to change and bring liberty to man. It is more potent than mortar. It translates us from sin and death and cements us to eternal life. Mortar can cement something. It can plaster something. It can make lay blocks. But the blood of Jesus is what has given us adoption from the world into Christ. We have become sons by reason of the blood. So, the blood is very powerful. It is a mix that is superior. It is a mix that is eternal. The Lamb of God that has been slain from the foundations of the world. It was set aside for the liberation of man. What a powerful mix, the blood of Jesus. I want to talk about five effects of the blood of Jesus. Then I'll go to our scripture. Number one. The blood of Jesus has a feeling effect. It, it has a feeling effect. It feels our cracks. It feels our shortcomings. It feels our faults and translates us into perfection and wholeness. It feels the void of our lives. It feels the separation between man and God. The blood of Jesus is the conduit, is the link that has brought us far. To near. So Ephesians 2, verse 12 to 13 says, We who were aliens, Ephesians 2, 12, 13, we who were aliens of the commonwealth of Israel and strangers from the covenant of promise, without hope and without a God in this world. God has brought us into the commonwealth of Israel. He has drawn us by reason of the blood of Jesus. So it fills the gap. It fills the void. 
It fills our unrighteousness with righteousness. It fills our guilt with guiltlessness. And so there is therefore now no condemnation for those who are in Christ. So we are no longer strangers. He calls us sons. So his spirit bears witness with our spirits that we are indeed the children of God. That is why he says in Hebrews chapter 4 verse 16, he says, let us come boldly before his throne that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in time of need. It is the blood that does that. So I want to entreat you this morning, get a deep, take a dive, go a swimming, go a sinking, be sunk in the blood of Jesus. Ah, just fall in the blood, helplessly, sheeplessly, sheepishly fall in the blood. With that, with careless abandonment, fall in the blood. Shower, get a shower under the blood. I need some bloody shower. I need some bloody dive. I want to go swimming. Once in a while, decide that you will take a dive. Take a dive in the blood of Jesus. Because it will fill your brokenness. It will fill your loneliness. It will fill your unrighteousness with righteousness. Number two, the blood of Jesus has a cleansing effect. There is a fountain filled with blood drawn from Emmanuel's veins. And sinners plunge beneath that flood, lose all their guilty stains. The blood of Jesus coming from Emmanuel's veins is a fountain that takes away our stains and our spots. Do you have any sin-stained garment? Do you have any spiritual spots of blemish and wrinkle? Uh, do you have any besetting sins? Do you have agonizing weights? Do you have torturing thoughts? Do you have depressing feelings? Do you have spiritual retrogressions? I dare you to take a dive. I dare you to take a dip. I dare you to take a shower. I dare you to go for a swing. Be sunk in the blood of Jesus. Because it will cleanse you and make you ever with whole. Have you been to Jesus for a cleansing flow? Are you washed in the blood of the Lamb? Are your garments spotless? Are they white as snow? Are you washed in the blood of the Lamb? Revelations 1-3 says, To him who loved us and washed us from our sins in his own blood to make us kings and priests. So because of the blood of Jesus, we have been translated into kingship and we have been translated into priesthood so we are now a royal priesthood, a holy nation for the Lord. So the cleansing effect of the blood. Number three, it has a regenerating effect. Regenerating effect. The blood of Jesus has no contamination. It is a very innocent blood. Very regenerating. Leviticus 17 verse 11. It says that for the life of an animal is in the blood. For the life of an animal is in the blood. And I have given to you on the altar to make atonement for your souls. For it is the blood that makes atonement for life. So Jesus, by reason of his blood, has given us regeneration, a new birth, a, a cleansing that gives us life. Just like Nehemiah dipped in the water in the river of Jordan. He dipped seven times and he came out home. 
This morning, if you will take a dive into the blood, you will come out whole. Every trace of sickness, every trace of healing that you need is appropriated to you. As you feast on the blood, as you take the bloody mix, as the ingredients therein combine to touch your body, it will bring healing into your soul. When you go to the hospital, they give you IV fluids. They can say that once you're sweating, so they are giving you effusion. And then your dehydration is taken care of. There is water in the blood of Jesus. That water can take away dryness, can take away fruitlessness, can take away hopelessness and bring freshness unto you. The dew from the blood of Jesus will give you freshness if you can appropriate it. You also go and they give you blood. They say your blood are short. So they want to give you what? Blood. Transfusion. Blood transfusion. This is a superior blood transfusion. Hallelujah. And when it gets pumped into your blood, everything dead comes back to life. I also know about dialysis. Where you go, you have a chronic kidney disease, your your contaminants are too many. The toxins, urea, creatine, and all the, all the like. And they will draw your blood and then they will pass it through a machine. When they pass it through a machine, they will wash your blood and then they will take it back into your system. There is a superior blood it makes that is able to wash your blood of every contamination, every toxin. When they do you to pay or agbalagba, the blood of Jesus can speak for you. Hallelujah. Those times we used to say, yes to moja. But now I don't hear about those things anymore. I don't know if it's theologically. I heard somewhere that theologically there's a problem with it. But the point I want to make is that the blood of Jesus has regeneration. It can make you whole again. What can make you whole again? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. It will regenerate you. But I believe that apart from the dialysis effect, you have a replacement. Not just a cleansing and a washing, but when you accept Jesus, his blood fills your system and it takes over your being. So the life that you live is not your life anymore. It is the life of Christ in his blood that is given unto you. Your old self is gone. So every curse of your family is broken away because you have no more any trace of your family's blood in you. You have the blood of Christ inside you. So there's regeneration inside you. The blood of Jesus also has a reclamation effect. It reclaims you. It takes you back. It redeems you. In him we have redemption. Ephesians 1.7 In him we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of our sins, according to the riches of his glory in Christ Jesus. Our redemption is one that doesn't perish. First Peter 1, 18 to 19 says, knowing that we were not redeemed with corruptible things like silver and gold from our aimless conduct received by tradition from your fathers, but by the precious blood of Christ without blemish or spot. So, the blood of Jesus is incorruptible. It can never die. 
It can never lose its power. It is ever green, ever fresh, ever potent, ever appropriatable. You can assess the blood. You can use the blood in the morning, in the afternoon, in the evening, in the midnight hour. Every time of the day, the blood is available to you. Listen, blood spurs in 120 days, but the blood of Jesus is eternal. Ah, the red blood cells, they can only last for 120 days. I have, I have heard of the blood of Jesus since the time I was a child. I have used the blood of Jesus. And when we are going to sleep, our mother will call all of us and will literally use her hand to circle around. I cover you with the blood of Jesus. I cover you with the blood of Jesus. I cover you, Kwame, with the blood of Jesus. I cover you, Majwa, with the blood of Jesus. I cover you, Nanakofi, with the blood of Jesus. I cover you, Imam, with the blood of Jesus. And we have enjoyed, feasted, partaken, appropriated, utilized the blood from our infancy until now. If you can touch the blood, if you can get hold of the blood, if you can use the blood, it will be a cover. It will be a seal. It will be a topping. It will be a hedge. It will be a defense. An impenetrable defense. The blood is incorruptible. It is incorruptible. You cannot corrupt the blood. It is undilutable. You cannot dilute it. It is not something that will lose its power. The color will change. It will become pale. Your hemoglobin is gone down. And they say you are dry and dying. Every dry and dead situation. In the name of Jesus. We infuse the blood of Jesus. We infuse it. Let the corruptible give way. To the incorruptible. Which is the blood of Jesus. Whatever sin, whatever attitude, whatever behavior, whatever deed, misdeed or deed, omission or commission, which is becoming a corrupting to your system, to your life, to your business, to your work, to your ministry, by reason of the incorruptibility of the blood, may it come to you. I feel a nudge to stay here. Hallelujah. I feel an urge to stay here. I believe that some people are holding some things which are dying. And I want to bring you a word this morning. That the incorruptible blood, as you feast on this blood, when it touches your body, it will bring a change. When the incorruptible blood touches your body, it will bring a change. Every decadence, every decomposition is giving way to life. The zoe. The life in the blood of Jesus. It is appropriated to you this morning in the name of Jesus. Say amen. Say amen. Shout amen. Tender an amen. Receive the incorruptibility of the blood into your system. I push and pump. I release a dose of the incorruptible blood into your system. Jesus, help me, Lord. I, I, I see in the spirit a regeneration. A bringing back to life. A new birth of everything you hold. Everything you step on. Everywhere you go. May God grant you life. It is possible that when you move your hand, life comes. It is possible that when you move your feet, life comes. It is possible when you go on your side, life comes. 
it is possible when you lay on the bed, life comes. Listen, God was, Jesus was pierced in the hand. So when you lay like this, you are appropriating the blood. Jesus was pierced on the feet. So when you move your leg, you are appropriating the blood. Jesus was giving a hair of tongues, a tongues crown, and blood oozed out of his head. So when you think your thoughts are purified by the blood, Jesus was pierced on the side, and blood and water flowed. So when you move to this side, you are appropriating the blood. When you move to this side, you are appropriating the blood in front of you, behind you, beside you, above you, under you. May the blood the incorruptible blood be appropriated in your sight. Say a big amen. Shout a big amen. Thunder a bigger amen. And give the Lord a shout. Say, I appropriate. Shout it, I appropriate. The incorruptibility of the blood of Jesus into my corruptible being to regenerate me into a life-giving spirit. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Incorruptibility. Oh God. That we may come alive. That we may receive life. That we may not die. But live to declare. The works of the Lord. Ah Jesus. We pray oh God. That you will give us incorruptibility. The last thing. Is that. The blood of Jesus has a propitiating effect. Propitiation. Propitiation means that you have gained and received freedom. It is averting the wrath of God by offering a gift. It is like you were supposed to die and Jesus has taken your place. He has been a propitiation for you. It is no longer you who is in the deck to be, to be sentenced the wages of your sin were put upon him. The chastisement of your peace was upon him. And by his stripes, you were healed. God became a cash that you receive life. Hallelujah. So you have propitiation. It is greater than a sacrifice. The blood of Jesus is sacrificial, but it's also substitutory. I say it again. The blood of Jesus is sacrificial, but it's also substitutory. Means that it takes your place. It doesn't only give itself for you, but it stands in your stead and receives your punishment. That it is the propitiating effect of the blood. First John 2, 2 says that he is the propitiation for our sins. And not just ours. But the sins of the world. First Peter 1.18 says, Knowing that you were ransomed from the futile ways inherited from your forefathers, not with perishable things as gold and silver. Hallelujah. So now let's go to our test. In the next 10 minutes, let me just round this thing off and then leave this place. Hallelujah. Um, Abel, we go to the scripture, Genesis. Genesis chapter 4. Verse 8 to 15. I was just introducing the subject. Now finish introducing the subject. And Cain talked with Abel. Go to verse 11. No, verse 10 rather. And he said, What hast thou done? The voice of thy brothers' blood 
crieth unto me from the ground. So listen, the blood of Abel fell on the ground. So there was a bloody mix. When the blood mixed with sand, it fell on the ground. That's another bloody mix. And listen to what happened. The blood of Abel was calling for vengeance. The blood of Abel called for vengeance. But the blood of Jesus called for liberty. Look at the repercussions of the blood of Abel. I will tell you, five things happened. When the bloody mix of Abel fell on the ground, and there's a symbolism with the ground because the ground is dust which man came out of. So clay, dust did you come out of and dust shall you go back. So when blood hits the ground symbolizing man, there's something happened. When the blood of man hits the body of man, so when the blood of man gets into the hands of man, the dust of man, when your hands are stained with blood, this is what happens. When you kill, when you destroy, when you damage, these are the things, and these are the repercussions of sin. Let's go. Five things quickly. Number one, next verse. Eleven. Let's go. Now you are under a curse. So a curse comes upon Abel. Curse. But Jesus, the blood of Jesus, the bloody mix of Jesus brings us peace. Or it brings us life. It takes us away from the curse. On the mountain, when Jesus died, they said they pierced his side and blood oozed out. And so if you go to the other scripture, the Bible says that the earth shook, the tombs opened, things happened. So the bloody mix of Abel brought things. The bloody mix of Jesus also brought things. The bloody mix of Abel brought, number one, a curse. But Jesus brought life. So the Bible says, cursed is he who hung on the tree. So Jesus became your curse so that you might have life. So no curse can follow you, Debbie. No curse can follow you. Not in your mother's bloodline. Not in your father's bloodline. Not from your workplace. Nothing shall follow you. Because you have a superior bloody mix speaking for you. There is a superior bloody mix. And the blood of Jesus fell on the ground, the body of man. When the blood of Jesus fell on the ground, the body of man, the tombs opened up. Liberty came. Liberty came. Liberty came. Your liberty is coming. Your freedom is coming. It's coming. It is now. 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 Your liberty is here. As you appropriate the blood, may you receive the liberation from every curse. Let's go on. Now you are not cursed and driven from the ground which opened its mouth to receive your bloodless blood from your hand. Go on. So, number two, there was banishment. He was driven out from the land. So he became a wanderer. Alright? He became a wanderer. He was lost from the presence of God. Look, look at what follows. He said, when you work the ground, it will no longer yield its crop for you. You will be, restless, you'll be a restless wanderer on the earth. So two things over here. You will no longer yield its crops. So fruitlessness. Are you with me? The blood of Abel, when it fell on the ground, brought fruitlessness to Cain. But the blood of Jesus, when it fell on the ground, brought fruitfulness. Hallelujah. So just as sin 
entered into the world through one man, so life came into the world through one man. And he adopted many sons. So by the death of Jesus and by the blood of Jesus, we have all been received into Christ. So fruitlessness is giving way for fruitfulness. I said fruitlessness is giving way for fruitfulness. Shout a big amen. So whatever thing that you have done with your hands, whatever blood you have shed with your hands, whatever activity that has brought the wages of sin to you, that has brought death to you, may God replace that fruitlessness with fruitfulness. Hallelujah. The third one is that you will be a restless wanderer on the earth. So Cain became a wanderer. Because we severe ties with God through sin, we became wanderers. We were sacked from the garden and we were wandering. But Jesus has brought us back, Colossians 1.20, and says, through him we are reconciled to himself, all things, whether on earth or in heaven, making peace by the blood on the cross. Hebrews 10.19 says, therefore, brethren, since we have confidence to enter the holy place by the blood of Jesus, so now you are not banished. You are not a wanderer. You are a son. You have access to the Holy of Holies. Bible says that the, the veil tore into two. And so we gain access. When the bloody mix of Jesus fell on the ground, the veil tore into two. You have access by reason of the blood. You have access by reason of the blood. So this week, this month, step into places and the access will be given unto you. I prophesy an open door unto somebody by reason of the blood. I prophesy manifold doors, varieties of opportunities, heavenly engagements, heavenly openings, spiritual access unto your soul. In the name of Jesus, tender a bigger amen. Access is yours by reason of the blood. You are no longer a wanderer. You are not an outcast. You have been brought into the commonwealth of Israel. You belong to the family of God. You have access. Oh, don't tell your neighbor you have access. Don't walk like a small boy. Don't walk like a, a lilliput. Walk with your chest out. Give some galley. Enter the week, enter the month, enter the new year with some working. And access your blessings. Go into your fulfillment. Enter the place of your destiny. Oh, step into greatness. Step into greatness. Give me. Hallelujah. Ruach Elohim. Ruach Elohim Ruach Elohim Jesus Ruach Elohim Fill this place Hallelujah You are Ruach Elohim Ruach Elohim Ruach Elohim Ruach Elohim Ruach Elohim, fill this place. Hallelujah. The last thing in comparing the blood of Jesus and the blood of Abel. Number five, 
death sentence. Go back to the scripture, the last one. All right. So Cain received punishment that he could not bear. And if you read the preceding verse, it says, There was a death sentence on Cain. Go to the next verse. There was a death sentence. Today you are driving me from the land. I will be hidden from your presence. I will be a restless wonder on the earth. And whoever finds me will kill me. There was a death sentence hanging on the head of Cain. This death sentence has tormented man. But thanks be to God for his indescribable gift that translated us from death to life. So we have received life. Ladies and gentlemen, this is life. This is life. And so as you drink it, you have doctor's declaration of death. You have a tormenting spirit pulling you towards death. You have a hunting spirit. As you touch the blood of Jesus, as the blood of Jesus touches the ground, which is your body, as it enters your system, may that bloody mix, that bloody mix of the blood of Jesus and the ground, your body, may it bring you life, tender and amen. May it bring you life, tender and amen. May the blood of Jesus give you life. So you are no more under punishment. You are no more under a curse. You are now not fruitless. You are fruitful. You are not punished and you are not a wanderer. And you are not under any death sentence. In two minutes, I show you the seven things that happen on the blood. The seven sheddings of the blood of Jesus. Number one, when Jesus was praying, agonizing praying, prayers, the garden of Gethsemane. Bible says that he sweated blood. So that was the first shedding of blood. The sweat of Jesus. Like I'm sweating now. According to the phrase, I'm an Idani Moja. Very, very serious. Luke 22, 44. So the first shedding of blood was mankind's redemption, saving from sin. Number two, Jesus' faultless back drained with blood as he was whipped. Forty save one. Thirty-nine lashes. It was in the custom of the Jews that you don't lash somebody forty because they feel that the fortieth stroke will kill the person. So Jesus received thirty-nine and the stripes oozed blood that fell on the ground. So that was a bloody mix. And that bloody mix paid for our healing. He says that the chastisement of our peace was upon him. And by what? His strife, we are here. So the first one brought redemption. The guy knew that, So the guy was crying and praying. He was paying the price for our redemption. Number two, they lost the guy and he redeemed us from our disease. Ah. The third one, Jesus' holy body bled inside while being beaten and bruised. On the, on the cross. They were beating the guy. When he was carrying the cross, they were beating him. He had internal bleeding. So every disease that is internally located, there is an appropriating blood for it. The price has been paid. So sometimes you walk about with hidden diseases, hidden maladies, hidden problems. You are walking about, only you know the things that you are carrying inside. May the blood of Jesus 
that oozed internally, the internal bleeding of Jesus, may it deal with any hidden and internal problem that you have. May that blood be appropriated unto you. Tender and loud, amen. It is yours. Every internal covered issue, everything you don't know about, there are some things that you don't even know about. Some challenges, some fights, some struggles, some hustles, you can't even mention. There is an internal blood of Jesus that is dealing with that thing for you. You are sorted. You are what? So. Tell your neighbor, you are what? So. Can he say, you are sorted? Tell him, This is a rich man's sign. So dead. Oh, well, she can't even tell you the problem. You are so dead. Jesus is telling you this morning. You are what? So dead. Hidden, unhidden, seen, unseen, covered, wrapped, everything. It is dealt with by the internal bleeding of Jesus. Let me finish this. This thing is too sweet. Let me finish it. Let me finish it. Hallelujah. The, the, the third one. Jesus' holy body bled inside. Okay, that's what I... The fourth one. Jesus endured a barbed crown of thorns that pierced his head. So what did he do? He dealt with every mental issue. Every decision that you have to take. Every challenging decision. That marriage that you are facing. That singleness. Those three guys that have come that you don't know whether to do CCC, Sinanako, Tata Bongo. The blood of Jesus... That was shared from the tongue that was placed in his head. That bloody mix that fell on the ground is dealt with your mental agonies. Thunder a big amen. It has dealt with your mental agonies. Because of Jesus' bleeding inside and because of Jesus' blood, it gives you a pathway to a proper decision. May the proper decision be yours in the name of Jesus. Anybody facing a decision to make, may this blood be your portion. Number five, spikes driven into Jesus' tender hand, into his hand, drip blood. And the blood of Jesus from his hands, it cleanses our works, it purifies our works. So our work is blessed, our work is purified. The blood freed our hands. Anything that is tying your hands from progress, anything that is holding your hands back, Anything that is making your fist close, anything that is not allowing your hands to be open to receive, may the blood of Jesus open your hand. Any leprosy that is clutching your hand in the spiritual realm, as you feast on this blood, may your hand be open. The pierced his hands, and that blood, that bloody mix that fell on the ground, gave us access. Number seven. Number seven. Let me just finish this. Jesus. The son of God was pierced in his side. And when he shed that blood, it brought the physical evidence that we are saved. He paid the price to heal our brokenheartedness. If there is something that makes you sad, if there is something that makes your head cast down, Bible says that thou, O God, art a shield around me. My glory and the lifter up of my head. Because Jesus was pierced on the side. Every broken heartedness. Every sleeplessness. Every torture. Every idea that pulls you down. That makes you crestfallen. May your head be lifted. May your heart be as hard as the flint of stone. May God radiate his glory on your face. 
so that you will not walk like this, but you will walk like this. Chest out, heads up, shoulder high. And yeah, hunting me, Jay. Hallelujah. Carry yourself about as somebody who has received the severe shedding of the bloody mix. And so now you are free. Free at last. Free to lift your hands. Free to move your feet. Free to go on every side because God is working for your good. His blood is speaking for your good. His blood is speaking for your good. There is now therefore no condemnation for those who are in Christ. I speak in the name of Jesus that your liberty is here. Your freedom is here. Your punishing days are over. Your curse is broken. Ah, cast is the one who hung on the tree. Receive life. Receive life. Receive life in the name of Jesus. God bless you.